0: Hello my friend, I hope you are well and um, I'm so glad that you gave me the opportunity to share with you God's Word for this week. Let's open our minds and heart to welcome God's Word. Let us pray. O God, whose only begotten Son has appeared in our very flesh, grants we pray that we may be inwardly transformed through Him, whom we recognize as outwardly like ourselves, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you're coming to me. Jesus said to him in reply, allow it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water and behold the heavens were open for him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him and a voice came from the heavens saying this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased the gospel of the lord Praise As Christians, as members of the Church of the Body of Christ, we take another step together and we are celebrating today the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. This celebration also determines the end of the Christmas season, so we have to say goodbye to the beautiful decorations. After that, of course, we begin ordinary time, meaning that we are following Jesus, the plot of the gospel, in an orderly way. It doesn't mean that it's ordinary, like birth. You know, There's nothing ordinary about ordinary time. But anyway, so we are now looking at Jesus. Of course, we spend an incredible amount of time preparing ourselves for the celebration of the coming of the Lord. Then we also spend an incredible amount of time and energy trying to enter into the mystery of God's love for us as we contemplate the incarnation, the birth of Jesus. And we are trying to figure out what they all meant. And then last Sunday we looked at the coming of the Magi with the the epiphany as we see that the glory of God is revealed to all people of the earth. And of course as we heard today in the readings God shows no partiality. When we say that God loves the world, we mean God loves the world, right? No, no restrictions may apply. So now we take this step and baby, baby Jesus, we saw Jesus as a baby for all this time, but now in the gospel he appears to be a, a, a man, a grown up man, and he is now ready to start his mission. And his starting point is indeed his baptism, which has this beautiful experience of the presence of God, not only for him, but for other people as well. It's a beautiful reminder for us as well that we also, as Christians, begin our journey at baptism. So this is an opportunity, as the opening prayer reminded us, to make sure that as we look at him, still in the manger, still there, and we look at him as being baptized, we know that something happens to us as well. We said that one of the point of the Incarnation is that God loves us so much that He became like us so that we can become like Him. So as we go deeper into the story of the baptism of Jesus, we also want to think about our own baptism and make sure that we can renew our yes to God. So the Gospel of Matthew has the story of the baptism and there is this little difficulty between John and Jesus that the other Gospels don't have it. It, it. it was kind of natural. You know, the first Christians struggled trying to figure out with the, the, the followers of Jesus and the followers of John the Baptist. Sometimes they were kind of in competition. You know, John is good, but Jesus is better. Yeah, that's what they say. The, the guys from John's side might have said, but John baptized Jesus. And the other guy said, yeah. <clears throat> But it, that's what happened, you know. Jesus went and was baptized by John. First of all, baptisms are not an invention of Christianity. They've always been there. They are part, of course, of Judaism. They are part of other religion as well. But they've always been seen as cleansing rites. Like, it's a symbolic way of starting again. Symbolic way of saying, I'm letting go of all the, quote, unquote, dirt, the layers of stuff they have accumulated, and I want to start afresh. In Christianity, baptism is a sacrament, because we are baptized in Christ, okay? So it's a sacrament, meaning that even though we use a lot of symbols, it's an act of God. It is God who intervenes in a special way, and that's why they cannot be undone, because God does it through us. Now, in the, in the culture of Jesus, water was not only the source of life but was also the place where people died. Uh, Especially in Judaism the the Jewish at that particular time were incredibly afraid of bodies of water like the sea or even the lake. So remember, even going from one side of the lake to the other was terrifying for them. And we we see that we do not have a Jewish uh, Hebrew uh, uh, navy. They never went on the thing. They were really not comfortable on uh, on water. So, what happens by going down into the water, there was a symbolism that something, uh, some part of us had to die. Now, in our baptism, of course, we say that when we are baptized, uh, uh, God takes away original sin and gives us the new identity. That's what Christ has accomplished with the birth and the death and resurrection. There is this exchange of nature. He picks up ours and we pick up his. And that happens because in baptism God removes everything that and anything that separates us from him, from each other and from ourselves and gives us the opportunity to be truly ourselves as he adopted us as member of his family so we can call him father. Baptism is an incredible Powerful gift and this is an opportunity for us to reclaim it as the beginning the origin of our journey as Christians So God allows that That part of ourselves to die to go and we come up to something new and Jesus when he came up From the water we see that the heavens we're told turn open the Spirit descended on Jesus dove-like. I know in the movies and the pictures we always get the bird, but actually refers to the manner in which the spirit came down, like a dove, not as a dove. Okay, but how do you represent that in a painting? Well, you put the dove in there. That's the point, you know, but that's okay. So, uh, but what do we see? And, And then of course we hear that God himself speaks. So from this moment on, and we experience that in our own baptism, God is no longer just God who is in heaven. God now has broken the veil, the separation, and He is with us, is around us. And every part of creation can experience God in a very intimate way. God has has made Himself and made His presence available to us. We now have the means through which we can experience the presence of God. Don't you think it's good news? Don't you think it's good news? Say yes. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, Okay, I feel better. We can experience the presence of God and that's what we long for. But God has allowed us to do that because He loves us so very much. And we see that the whole Trinity is present in these particular things. That's why we baptize in the name of the Father, the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's a life-changing event. So now we have to figure out what happens. Well. Guess what? The words that God said to Jesus at this scene are exactly the words that he says to each one of us. First of all, the first word that he says is son, child. He puts it at the beginning. In English, it's not at the beginning, but in the Greek, it's at the beginning. It says, my child. And this is what God must repeat every single time to us. And we want to listen to this very carefully. God is saying, you are my child in whom I am well pleased. What does it mean? It means that whenever God sees us, he says, hey, when I see you, I'm really happy. It makes me feel good when you are with me. Sometimes in our experience, I don't know, it happens. Some people, you know, they can close and go, oh, he came back. Right? Instead, when we go into the presence of God, God says, oh my goodness, I'm so happy. You, your presence makes me feel good. Can you imagine that? Do you realize that that's what God says when He sees you every single time? That's another good news, don't you think? We need to hear that. We need to claim the fact that God relates to us with such love that He is incredibly happy when he sees us, in spite of what we think about ourselves. And then, of course, we now have to figure out how can we live our lives in a way that we can remain in this reality, in this new identity that God has given us when he adopted us as his children. What does it mean? It means that we have to make some choices. You know, whenever in our life we tend to do certain things, I said that uh, uh, baptism washes away original sin, and that's true, but the effects of original sin are still felt, right? So what are we to do? We have to remember one thing. Whenever we decide to act as Christians, whenever we decide to uh, to live our lives as baptized, and therefore we decide to behave as Jesus told us and not as we really want to we take away some kind of part of ourselves, the sinful part, the part that comes from original sin, right? But imagine if you have some ice, ice cream, and you have a scoop there, and you take something out. What do you see? You see a hole, right? And we have to understand this, that it happens the same to us. Whenever we decide not to behave in a way that is not Christian, whenever we behave, when we lose our patience, whenever it is that we do what we know we're not supposed to be doing, we create a kind of a hole. We have to fill it up. And we hope that we fill it up with Jesus. Because you know what happens? Whatever we take away is gonna go back in. Have you had that experience that you're trying very hard not to do something and that's exactly what you end up doing in the time when you feel weaker? And then we end up confessing the same sin over and over again. Why? Because we have to remember that whatever we take out is going to be filled up. And what we want to do is to fill it up with more Jesus. So we increase our communion with God. We make sure that what we receive at Mass, Word and Sacrament, really does what it's supposed to do, that is to make us into another Christ. And for this, we need the help of one another. Because baptism not only takes away original sin, not only allows me to be truly who I am and call God our Father, but allows me to see all of you and all people out there truly for who you are, my brothers and sisters. Why? Because now we are one family. We cannot say, I'm a baptized, I'm a Christian. I call God our Father. I got, you know, he's he's, he's my guy. And then we're going to be hating somebody else. Being unkind and unloving to somebody else. It just doesn't work for us. And this is the major conversion that we Christians of today have to do. Understand that we cannot say, as we read in the scriptures, I love God and at the same time hate someone. As we continue to pray, we hope that the Lord will inspire, that the Lord has inspired us today to reclaim our identity. And we bring to the altar today our struggle, but maybe also, and I hope, our commitment to say, Yes, Lord. And I'm encouraging you on your way out and when you come back next Sunday to, as you see the baptismal font, and we do it perhaps sometimes even distractedly, right? We put our hands in the water and we sign ourselves. That is a renewal of our baptism. Whatever it is that we're struggling with, whatever it is that attacks our identity, must be drowned in that font symbolically with our hands going in and out. Like whatever it is that I'm struggling, it's gonna die with Christ and rise again and put it on the cross. And that hopefully will allow us to start all over again every single day. And with our heart renewed with the good news, we continue to say yes to the Lord so that we are also continue to, by the way we live, to witness to all people that yes, calling God our Father, Changes our lives completely. I hope the gospel inspired you to, you to take another step heavenwards and I talk to you soon. Remember me in your prayers as I remember you in mine. God bless.